0: Really have this interesting background and you've had a dynamic career that been able to go from one thing to the other in much more of a smooth way than I think other people. And so I guess I'd love to just hear, you know, do you feel that you stand out even? Is it just me that <coughs> thinks that? Or is it something you want to do?
1: Being black and being brought up in the middle of nowhere. Uh, in a little village where there were more cows than human beings uh, with a, a, a black father from, from Gambia and West Africa and with a mother who came from the village uh, and uh, whose side of the, the family had been living there for several hundred years. Uh, it was... Uh, uh, I was brought up in a conflict zone, mm. so to speak, where I always have been the other. And I am very, due to that, to always have been something else than the rest. That has formed me. So I am very strong and very comfortable in being uncomfortable. Do you understand Absolutely. what I'm saying? it's fantastic. So that's, I don't know anything else. Being the other means that I, my whole life and, and all my experiences playing with other children, noticing and showing what I'm good at, what I'm not as good at and outside my family or outside our house and within our house with a father who met a lot of racism mm-hmm. uh, and still wanting to live where we lived and raise his children there with my mother. I mean. It's a mixture of things that could sound very dramatic and complex, but you know, when it's part of your life, it's part of your life. It's like your history. I mean, of course, I could analyze how come everything, but at the same time, I mean, this is the way life is. And I mean, there are children right now being born in refugee camps or, or have lived the whole life in, in, in Syria and um, being five, four, six, seven, eight nine years old and knowing nothing else than conflicts. So, how do I stand out? I know that I do it because I have done it all my life, I don't know anything else. And I also, during life, uh, been able to figure out my strengths and really hang into them because I really need to hang into them because other people have tried to take them from away from me since I was born. And I don't want that to sound like a struggle because it hasn't been a struggle since that's the only thing I know. I mean, on the opposite side, I, I, I'm forty-five. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I'm forty-four, maybe. So I, I still get—I uh, get surprised when things go smoothly. I'm always prepared for fight because that's my natural
0: uh, way of being—prepared to fight. I'm smiling so much because it's very much how I feel. Mm. I think that, I don't know if you have siblings, but I I was an only child. So especially then, you really have to, um, it's always survival. Mm. And in a way, I wonder if, do you feel that has made, actually given you a step ahead? of perhaps other Swedish people or other... And I say this because I discuss this with my husband yes. a lot. He said, You know, you're much more of a risk taker. But you're tougher than me. Mm-hmm.
1: But absolutely. It's giving me a woman, so much of an ethnic ba- yes, immigrant yes. background. Mm-hmm. Yes, because since I've been prepared for, for much worse things to happen and always been able to fight my way through, uh, that also makes me a bit faster. A bit. I'm thinking several steps ahead. My husband always tells me that also when we are if we have been in a situation somewhere in the world maybe the car stops in the middle of nowhere somewhere mm-hmm. in Asia my, my 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 husband being brought up very Swedish and a family that everything was taken care of he gets panicked I'm like okay yes. uh, I saw a, a, a station a, a gas station five miles that way so and it, it was was it a gas station yes didn't you see it and I saw when we went by it was open until 11 so if we go back now and I saw a house maybe just some hundred ways there <laughs> We can knock on that door, and I saw a farmer. He looked nice. I can knock. I can ask. Uh-huh. I always con- collect information. And have a plan. And have a yes. plan. I have a plan. When you, when I went into this uh, hotel yes. where we sitting at, I, I make I see who stands in front of the desk. Yes. Who can I talk to? Who can I find my way out? And that was also, I mean, when now being a minister and having like a, a staff and a yes. and, 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 security whole, yes, and, and everything around me, they always laugh at me being in Kiev or Ukraine or around in the world that I'm like, I'm the fastest. And so they say, and they always ask me, oh, what are you going through after dinner? Are you going to go to the hotel room? Are you staying there? Where should the security <laughs> be? So and I say, I don't know, maybe I go out. And they say, no, Alice, please. <laughs> I know that you think you survive everything, but please let us know that I find my way through in some way. Well, so, of course, that gives you a, you you are ahead of, because other children don't need to. And I'm not saying this because I don't want my children to be exposed to things that I've been exposed to, because I also think that children should uh, be children, and they shouldn't Need to be thinking and making plans of what if they don't like me and so on and so forth. Um, but still, I can't, uh, I can't lie. I must tell you what I think is the truth that I have been. This has been also helpful for me to do what I do today.
0: Is there anything that affects you? And I mean, when you've been through so much struggle and hardship, in a way, you have a very tough skin. Mm-hmm. Does anything, does it still get to you when you feel that someone maybe does discriminate you mm-hmm. for some reason? Or are you over it? No, no yes. Uh, I'm, I'm
1: over it uh, when it comes to uh, making me s- sad mm. or, uh, or <laughs> even making me angry because, I mean, when I was maybe in my, when I was 13, 14, 15, 16, maybe I didn't become sad when I was um, faced with racism. Mm-hmm. Maybe I, I was more angry. But nowadays, Sometimes I 'm not even angry, which I think is not only a good thing, uh, because I think it's important for women in power and I've got power to try the best that I can to be solidarity with people, with other women, with women in color, with women, LGBTI women, with other women that doesn't fulfill the norms mm. uh, but of course things get me, but not that kind of things. I mean what really makes me sad or really angry or frustrated today is that i mean the refugee crisis Mm. so that we have conflicts with weapons around the world that uh, I mean that we have so many children in Sweden and around the world that grows up with parents that are in drug abuse I mean there are so many things that really really gets me that
0: makes me frustrated Mm. and do you feel I remember when you were first appointed there was a You did a really great, I think, in Doggins Industry Weekend or something, a big interview about being a mother and working a lot, and you had said something like, "I'm a better mother for working." Do you remember that interview? Was it DN or something very early on? I don't recognize
1: me in in yes. Maybe it's not that. But maybe I said, uh, "I think that I'm a better uh, when it comes to measure me in where I'm good." I think I'm. Better as a politician or whatever role I have, I'm so good in doing a good job. Uh, As a mother, I don't feel that I'm as good as I am as a politician. Do you see That's exactly what it was. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, And and that's true. I mean I look at my husband, he's a very good father. (laughs) And I can really see his strengths. I'm so happy that I met him and that I have him and that we do this together. And that was also when I met him and uh, we decided to build a family. I said to him that I've chosen him because I see that he will be Mm. a good father no matter what happens between us. Mm. I mean, that's the biggest responsibility, I think, if you make children. Uh, because maybe me and my husband won't be together forever because you can fall in love with someone else, maybe he does I mean, that would be a sad story but maybe, but the children, they will always be there, so it's so important that they have a good father, so that was my focus (laughs) I shall find a good father Mm. Uh, so I can see that he's so good with them uh, in a way that I don't think I can really compete with him, and I don't really feel that I need to I'm very good in forgiving myself Mm. and seeing that uh, you can't be, I mean, it's not important for me to be the best in everything. Uh, you get to prioritize and you get to choose. Um, I really, really try to give them love and to to give them respect. And I can now see when, uh, when our, our children are, they are 12 and 9 and 4 mm. years old. So I can see now the 12-year-old and the 9-year-old. Uh, I mean, the four-year-old is very, uh, which the, her sisters also been very attracted to the father, uh, but the nine-year-old and twelve-year-old they are more now coming to me because we have these discussions about politics and the world and how to change and what they can do and mm. so on. So I mean, I think I mean we are a good combination, mm. and I think even if I would have been, I mean, I have friends who are alone uh, in their parenthood. Of course that's a struggle because i mean so many things in our society are built up to drive them here and do this and do this but if you can find neighbors that can fill in i mean you know children need a lot of grown-ups around them so and you don't have to feel that you have to be the best on everything yourself
0: you are you know you're very wise and i'm not saying this because i love what you just said i'm good at forgiving myself Mm. i think that's incredible and i think that's something many, many women struggle with and I ask this because even in Sweden and America there's a certain negative energy around being a woman that's too ambitious at work you shouldn't be traveling a lot, you shouldn't you know, when I was going on this business trip to London and Stockholm now I said to, you know, the mothers that were around dropping their kids off um, they asked, you, are you going away again? and I said, yes for how long? Nine days, nine days. Oh, ah, with this so kind of oh, don't do but them. and that happens in Sweden so pro- too. Yes, you know, I mean, that's so provocative.
1: I mean, exactly, that, that's persons we shouldn't be around. Yes, you no, know? they should stop that up somewhere because that's that's also. I mean, it's stupid in so many ways. <laughs> um, one of the ways that is stupid is that that says a lot about their view on a child, because I mean. All children are different. Children need different things. The, the one who are the, most, uh, who are the best in knowing what their child wants is the parents. So you know. If your child couldn't be away from you for nine days, then you wouldn't leave. End of story. I mean, end of discussion. Because, I mean, no, no, so that's one so reason why it's stupid. I mean, oh, oh, I wish I had been there when they said that. I was just Basella uh, said, "What are you saying right now? Don't you think I that she? Don't you think she loves Because what they really are saying when they do in that reaction, I mean, of course they're not mean. They, they maybe they haven't planned it, but what they are saying with that reaction is. You don't love your children. Exactly. You don't love your child. You're a bad mother. Uh, You're a bad mother. You're selfish. Uh, You're selfish. Uh, As as if you don't know your child. And as if you, I mean, it's so stupid. And that's why (laughs) you, that's only one reason. I mean, another reason why that is so stupid is that it's also what holds persons and women back. It's not enough that they don't uh, think that you love your child. It's also that they don't want women to success, mm-hmm. uh, to succeed, to to have a career, and that's also stupid. It's, so it's stupid in a natural, economical way. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so and you can do the list long. I mean, oh, I don't. Oh, it's so 19. I mean, it's 1800 century. Also. Right. I don't. I don't have the time for that. We don't. I mean, there's a. There's wars going on. I, 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 I'm sorry, you're but you're giving
0: I'm, me a lot of good
1: uh, energy so, actually uh-huh. because
0: I've been stressed myself. Uh, but no, but I, I I have stopped. It happens. Being it happens in Sweden. Yeah, yes, it yes. happens in mm. and that's the key. I yeah, think is take away take them those away, people.
1: take them away. But it's, it's better to be alone. I know, so yeah. much better. And that's why we need our mental strength. Yeah, because to be alone. I mean, we. As, as human beings, we, we want to be with other people. It's, 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 it's a driving comfort, force, yes? Yeah? So uh, so when you have to take your <laughs> away, and choose other persons to be with, maybe you have a period when you are alone, and then you need your mental strength to talk with yourself mm-hmm. then, or read them. I mean, you can go to the arts, and you can go to museums, or, or, or find other ways to get stimulated.
0: I've had this m- journey where when I first moved to Sweden, I was 27. I was a young mom. My daughter was one and a half. I had really struggled in America because there was no daycare. My husband was the one with the high paying job. So I had to stay home, basically. And I was miserable. You know, everyone, you know, in Sweden, people would say, oh, Mama Ledig is so wonderful. You take a year. I wanted to kill my, I mean, I'm exaggerating, <laughs> but three months. And uh-huh. I felt like where well, I can't contribute to society. Oh. You know, I want to and there's this notion that in order to do it well you should you know my mom brought me to work she didn't have a nanny Mm -hmm. she was i was told to sit in the corner and be quiet you know and draw Mm -hmm. (laughs) and here today you're supposed to be in piano and sports and there's so many expectations but i moved to sweden and i thought there's daycare there's maternity leave there's paternity leave there's going to be a country full of like ceos that are women and leaders and there's not that many CEOs that are women, no, in fact. Um, I mean, what do you think it is? Because with with all the policies you have, mm-hmm. it should be at least 40% or mm-hmm. 25%. I mean, in America, Hillary Clinton, all the women were fighting for maternity leave. We mm-hmm. were fighting for some kind of daycare. Um, you have it. What is the missing... Uh, it's several things
1: missing, <laughs> unfortunately. One fight that is maybe the biggest fight is the fight of the way things many people think it should be i mean the norms the way we still look upon women and men due to their sex and and what we are aimed to do i mean so that's the biggest fight it's about values and about family values and family norms and how should a family look like mm. i mean and there has been a backlash i mean if you look to the 60s and 70s and 80s and nineties, what, what has happened so we had a train going <laughs> so and who it looked like it would be successful but then we had the backlash and we are in the backlash so i mean there are so many things to do and one of the things are also the the system where we give Tax uh, pays money to be a home I mean we have a, a big discussion a political discussion in a mm-hmm. uh, different parts in the parliament if it should be 5050 or what what kind of systems should the money go to I mean so what do you think well <laughs> I have the then my, my party yes. the green party we have had a discussion and it's uh, one part of our party and is also the the party's view on this issue right now, even though it is a discussion is that it should be one third one third for mother, one third for father and one third that you can choose yourself but then we have a growing number of persons in our party that think it should be Mm 50-50 and several parties in our parliament are going that way, but we also have parties that doesn't want that um, development, but I, I think that we are heading that way and it's a big discussion in that I'm looking forward to, to having with my friends in, my, in the mm-hmm. Green Party. Uh, but that, So that's another thing that needs to be looking over the, the system of maternity leave and the money that you can have being home with your children. I mean, and then we have the companies that, of course, are driving forces. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a government, we have been... Uh, um, uh, uh, threatening them in a, in a nice way that we, if you don't change this, mm-hmm. because we know that the best students at the university are women, and so on and so forth. I mean, there are so many things that uh, is not in the way for them to make sure that they have more uh, gender equality in in the boards and in the... Uh, leadership mm-hmm. of the companies. So we said, if you don't really do an internal change within the the, the companies, we will uh, work with legislations. We don't want to go the legislation way because mm-hmm. we don't like legislation about everything. I mean, it would be better if the society figure it out themselves because we don't want to force companies to do this change. Uh, and it goes, uh, it goes in the right direction. In some uh, disciplines, it's been uh, uh, backlash too. But we will see how it develops. But there, there are so many things that need to to be changed.
0: How do you stand up for these values on a daily basis? And mm. I want to come back to you. You said it's really important for you as as a leader with using your power to stand with diverse women, to stand with LGBT, to stand with people outside. Mm. The establishment. Yes. How how do you do that on a daily basis? How do you make sure people understand who you are mm. and what you believe in? On a daily basis, I decided quite
1: a long time ago to always take the fight, uh, and it was uh, it has uh, I would be lying if I said it that has been uh, an easy and smooth uh, decision because. Uh, uh, it quite often it has been uncomfortable uh, meetings or uh, uncomfortable situations, and I mean some people really think, oh, that there she comes, that crazy woman Alice, that, <laughs> that screams and are fighting, and but and my husband thinks, I mean sometimes when we are at dinner and he he sees that I heard something sexist about some woman on TV or whatever. And I, can see, I look at him and he says, no, don't go there. <laughs> and, I, I, and since I have promised myself, and the important thing is this, I have learned through life that when I go or act against my values, mm. then I really take big risks mm. to achieve my dreams. The strongest tool I have, beside my mental health, or which builds, which my mental health are built upon, is that I am very careful with my values. Mm. I don't, I don't play with them. Mm. So well. so I and every time I have seen something, going to a lobby, sitting on the bus, everything, and I have stand up for my values, what I've heard, what I've seen. Uh, uh, the strength I get when I go away from that situation is like somebody filled me with even more magic drops around my spine, you know, I grow. So, I mean, it's almost like a drug now that I know, oh, I'm in a situation, I hear something, somebody says something, or oh, I have the chance to do something. And I can say, oh, now, now it's happening again. Now you have the time to, to become even stronger. Now stand up, say something, Alice. Oh, it doesn't matter if the prime minister or whoever said it, just do it now because it will be, it, it is the winning concept.
0: I will ask you a last question because mm-hmm. I'm sure you're hungry, but I, I, just as you speak, I, I, I feel such a personal connection and I, I, I see that you're so driven. You describe these initiatives around giving children opportunity, maybe the opportunity that you didn't have. Mm. And, when I came to Sweden, I mean, this is what my, my mother said to me and, and my parents have always kept me, my head down to earth, you know, my mother said, I, I'm proud of you, but I, I will be proud of you if you can just go there and use what you've been given so much, use this platform to help immigrant women like me and you. Mm. No one helped us. I wasn't given access to meeting the kind of people you met. I was this is kind of the point of my podcast, Mm -hmm. is to share, you know, I've had, I get to meet people like you. Mm -hmm. I get to meet Ariana Huffington or Hillary Clinton or Marcus Waller or famous CEOs and talk to them. Mm -hmm. And I think that exposure is, that's what kids need. It's not the best Harvard. It's like seeing amazing people in action and getting advice from them. And I said, you know, these conversations with a podcast or a show, you can share them with a lot of people, Mm -hmm. things that would be private. And I say this because that's my my personal journey, but is there anything that from your childhood, maybe you didn't get access to a museum or Mm -hmm. that drives you today?
1: Oh, many things, so many things. Uh, I mean, even though some of the things that I still got as a child was because I happened to have the strength to Find ways to get it, even though my parents maybe didn't give it to me. You know, if they, if I said I wanted to go to play. Um, uh, basketball, uh, and they said but we live in the middle of the forest, there aren't no basketball teams here, and I said but I know there are one in in Värnamo, a city, and they said, okay but we don't have a car, But I said, oh then I go out and I uh, hitchhike Hitch. uh, and they said, Amazing. okay, you do that, so I did it, because I had the, the, the driving force mm. to I mean, I I, I I was mad, I was angry, because I, I always felt that they shouldn't stop me if I want to try something, then I found out I was really not good playing basketball, but I still want to try. So I mean, but so I mean, one thing that I really uh, put my energy into making uh, activities, cultural activities, available to as many children as possible, and no matter where they live, if their parents have money or not, and so forth. I mean, that's a very I mean I'm so driven by that and it's something that you really couldn't see in some years that it, it has happened, it became better because right now in Sweden we can see that our society are getting more polarized and we are, we are taking, we are driving ourselves apart from each other And those uh, cliffs that we have today between different groups of persons in our society, we're not used to that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not part of our picture of ourselves or our history. So, I mean, we have some real challenges there.
0: This is fantastic. This podcast is a collaboration with Doggin's Industry and ACAST. Produced by ACAST with Sandra Moline as supervising producer and Carl Rosander as executive producer.